0: Hi everyone, Josh and Ryan here, and welcome back to the 2% podcast.
1: Research shows if you put 100 random people in a room, somewhere amongst them, there'll be just two truly incredible, inspirational people who are living their lives to the fullest. In this podcast, we bring those exact people to you week in, week
0: out. 2% of a day is just half an hour, so thank you for taking 2% of your day. To be educated and inspired by joining us on our journey as we learn the secrets routines and dreams of the two percenters
1: hello welcome back to the two percent podcast today we're joined by Jesse and unitan guys thank you for joining us
0: thank you Yeah, thanks good to have you guys
1: um so yeah exciting times on the podcast today we've got our first international guest um from finland in, in europe and just before we get started then we'll do have a quick buy-in from uh, Jesse and then following Unitampis.
2: Yeah, hello everyone. Um, I'm Jesse. I'm 24 years old, BBA student from Finland and we are from the same company and from the same class, I would say, with Jonathan and we have been doing a lot of different kind of projects with our company.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Um, My name is Jonathan. I'm 23 years old, BBA student and an entrepreneur as well as Jesse. And something that describes me at least as an entrepreneur is internationality.
1: Perfect. And so one of the things we we want to start off with today and speak to you guys about is your education at Pro Academia, because it's a very unique course in comparison to what we're used to in, in England. So if you just briefly explain, um, one of you, what that course is, um, your BBA at Pro-Academia.
3: So, um, the first six months of our studies are basic studies in the main campus. That means that we go through maths and Swedish and uh, marketing and some accounting and, you know, the basic things that we need to to be able to go to Pro-Academia. And after that six months, we go to Pro Academia and we found a company with uh, about 20 other people.
1: Yeah, cool. So I think, yeah, one of the things that stands out is that it's a very modern and unique approach to education in the sense that while me and Ryan have been sat studying textbooks <laughs> for three years, uh, looking at theory, you guys are really going out and doing and and learning by doing, as you say, Yassi. Yep. Um. Yeah, so, that, so that's super cool. Tell us about some of the, the projects that you've done then in that, after you finished those six months, what have you set up, um, and what businesses have you got running?
2: Yeah, first we found our company, Promisia, in 2017. It's a co- co-op, and yeah, we can do our projects by only one or two persons or also also the whole team if we want a suitable project for the whole team but basically the main three biggest projects we have going at the moment are Miala which is um, Finnish design store in downtown Tampere, has been there for like two years now. Three of our girls from our team are doing that also with the one graduated student is helping helping them. And then there is Ugly, a Finnish sock brand that me and my friend Mika, which is also in our team, founded last year, last summer. And then there is the third one, a sport and business seminar, which is a seminar for business and sport minded people with the great yeah. speakers, of course. Great speakers, yeah.
1: So um, what is, what's sort of been the the biggest... Well, well, firstly, actually, before I go on to that, so the, the interesting thing about that setup as well is that you've got 19 people that have co-founded the company. Um, that's a lot of people. So just talk us through how that works in terms of the decision-making and, and shares and things like that, know.
3: Yeah, so, um, well, <clears throat> the decision-making is always a big mess because there are well at the moment there are 16 people in our team and everyone everyone is equal so we all have one vote so if we need to decide something we all can vote once and the majority wins so that's a big mess usually and um a bit slow of course because you need to talk to everybody and get their opinions on on things but um it's it's part of it we just have to deal with it and um Mm. we, we do have business leaders uh in each team in pro academia so and these business leaders are well they changes after six months usually so half a year you can be a business leader that is basically the face of the company that well the business leader isn't like your boss but he's also an equal member of of the cooperative but They just have like this, well, they have all the strings in their hands, so they they know what's going
1: on. Now, I I can see how that decision making certainly would be a long process and could get messy. You you mentioned you've got 16 people in the team at the moment. What happens if uh, it's eight versus eight on the uh, decision?
2: Um, Well, the key key, key word is dialogue. I think we do a lot of dialogue and workshops where we discuss the things. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, cool. I think the way I would describe it is it's almost a bit of a, an anactus on steroids, and I don't think you'll know what actus is, but that's a, um, an organization that me and Ryan were in, where we set up many projects together um, that we were doing that alongside our studies, so we didn't really always get the time that we wanted to put into it, whereas you guys have got your whole education to make mistakes, try businesses, go back, do new things, swap the leadership around so really cool to hear um what challenges have you Mm. sort of faced in in setting up the businesses so far challenges or struggles
2: yeah 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 yeah. I, i was thinking that maybe the the biggest ones are with money or trust i think that usually the decision making is hard because people don't trust themselves or the others and even the even if there are sixteen members carrying the risks, it's still still there are risks. So, and also also the money because we do the projects projects. Um, like if me and Jonathan, we will do a project, uh, we will get the money from it. Of course, a small amount will go to the Promisia for like rent and all the bills and other costs. But there are some uh, discussions about how the money, you know, splits in the, in the team. So that's, that has been a big topic for us for at least a few years now. You got anything on that, right?
0: So you mentioned that you can do projects together, maybe one or two or three of you, or as a, a larger group, so 15 or 16 of you how do you decide who goes on which project and and how does it work with kind of coming up with new ideas? Do you just brainstorm and and come up and say, right, um, two or three of you go over there and do that. Like, how do you decide who, who does what?
3: Well, usually if, if someone gets an idea that, um, well, I want to do this kind of project, then they can ask around from, from people that if, if someone is interested in, in this kind of project, or if somebody has skills in this that are needed in this project, then they can ask them to join mm-hmm. the project, or, or then you can just uh, be like, well, who, who? There's a project who wants to do it, and well, you don't. We don't expect that everybody would be like, yeah, I can do it. But usually, it's the people that really are interested in it. Mm.
1: And, and Yassi, something you you said was that people almost don't trust themselves in the decision-making sometimes. How ready do you feel after six months of learning to actually start these businesses, or is it a lot of learning on the go?
2: Yeah, it's a lot of learning by doing, and I don't feel that we were ready, but that's the great thing about Pro Academia that there is still like 16 to 20 people around you in the same team to carry the risk and, do do the things so you don't have to do anything by yourself if you don't want to. And usually we don't do single projects. We do them as a small group, at least. Hmm. So it's
1: great to have team members around you. No, for sure. And we'll come on to the importance of, of teams later on. Um, just on onto the, probably one of your main projects under Promethea, Jesse, is, is the Agly clothing. Um, do you want to talk to us about that and, and how it came about?
2: Yeah, it actually started 1 year ago. Well, well the idea grew a lot earlier. Me and me, Mika from our team, we held a like a funny ugly uh, sock competition among two of us. We we decided that we wanted to spice up our everyday clothing and outfits and then we found out that Uh, We want to do our own socks because the socks we were buying were not so sustainable or they broke very easily. And we wanted to make like bold and funny and a bit ugly, ugly prints on our socks. And first we thought that we would buy the socks from China and go to Amazon with them. But the first order was so small that... It was almost the same price if we ordered them from China or we make them in Finland. And, of course, we wanted to make them in Finland with sustainable, sustainable uh, materials and eco-wool eco and eco-cotton and stuff like that. So it's always a better selling point if you have Finnish, Finnish products. products, And, yeah, we took a €10,000 a bank loan and we ordered the first batch of our socks and contacted some resellers in Finland and found our website, web store and started from that. Yeah. And,
1: and that 10,000, taking a 10,000 euro loan out is, is a big thing, especially for young students. Did you sort of feel a, a sense of responsibility and like, wow, well, I've got to do something now that I've taken this big chunk of money out?
2: Of course, it was scary at first, and we because everyone in Promisia has the uh, same amount of like share in our company. So basically, everyone was still responsible for the loan. Even me and Mika took it. So there was some tough discussions and dialogue about taking the loan, but eventually we got got the loan, and yeah, we have paid the loan already. So it's it's a good but of course it was scary at first to when you're a student you don't have like steady income and you will take a loan
0: yeah no I love that and I think it really shows the difference I think between the program that you guys are doing and the education that Josh and I have had and what we're used to here in the UK because it's quite clear to me at least that and I'm sure Josh will agree with, with me on this is that we wouldn't kind of take that as the first risk, you know, 10,000 euros for a first batch for a, a new company is, is a lot of money. And I think we'd be encouraged to go smaller in that, both in terms of the money and in terms of the size. Um, so congrats on that. But I think that also shows the success of the program that you're encouraged to to take risks and, you know dive in straight away because ultimately you're never really quite ready no matter how much theory you can do and and that's kind of where josh and i are coming from it's more of a theoretical background but yeah you're never ready so great to see you guys dive in and pay that pay that back already
1: yeah and then Jonathan, do you if you just want to explain about the the business seminars because i know as, as well as um, paying back the loan you've had a lot of success with with the seminars and had some some big speakers on board so do you want to tell us about that
3: yeah so the Sport and business seminar is um is a seminar that's uh, that's happening in Tampere Finland uh each year and now it's I think it uh this year was the fourth year that we've had it here in Tampere and um each year there has been amazing speakers in there. Like for example, the head coach of the Finnish national ice hockey team, Jukka jalonen has been there as a speaker, and a lot of different Finnish athletes has been there. And um, yeah, and the audience they're usually formed from business owners and just people who are interested in business and bringing sports into the business world which is usually which is actually pretty pretty fascinating to think that how much can you really take from the sports world to the business world
1: yeah and what 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 did you sort of mention was um the the transferable things between the sports and business
2: yeah a lot of the ideas behind the speakers has been like how do you get the locker room spirit from sports teams to company teams how do you transfer it the same amount of hype that people have in in sports to the businesses and how, how to like make it succeed in that way how to keep up the
1: hype, and um, have you guys do you think you've cracked the locker locker room mentality within
2: Promethea? Have you got a good team spirit going on? I know. would say not, not sometimes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> depends,
2: depend. yeah, it depends on the projects and depends on the you know the situation we are with the company. And we are like the old, oldest team now, we are going to graduate in, in six months, so I think that more you do the projects with your team, the better you get and the more you know everyone in your team. Yeah,
1: no, for sure. So we'll come on to that, that team dynamic very soon. I think before we do that, we'll now go into the word association game. Um, so we've got 10 words for you. Uh, if you want to alternate the words, so I'll ask the first, I'll say the first word and then yes, they can respond. And then the second word, you, Anatan, and then keep going yeah
2: yeah sure so the word comes what comes to my mind with the word "all"? yeah so just say one of the word related yeah. to that word
1: connection yeah. yeah
2: okay okay
1: so yeah so the first word is happy i would say smile
3: uh partnerships um i'd say business
1: Finland
2: Cold
3: <laughs> Customer Opportunity
1: Ordinary Boring Hockey Best <laughs> Individual
3: Risk rest
2: my life <laughs> <laughs> uh sustainable Ah, uh, hard one i would say oppor- oppor- opportunity also yeah this one yeah and then finally
1: is confidence strong perfect thank you guys appreciate that um also, testament to your English as well, because I was kind of worried. I didn't know. Yeah, 100%
0: nice one. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that you guys didn't know. I thought that would be a bit difficult, but no. Well done, guys. Um, our first word that I'll pick up on is customer and opportunity. So I think it was your a turn that said that. What yeah. was the, the connection there for you?
3: I don't know. I mean, I was just thinking about the situation where, I would be like this salesperson and I would see a customer and then I would immediately think that that's an opportunity or like, yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah, I know for sure. And I think that's, that's a good way of looking at it as well because I think some people, especially if you're new to business can see the idea of customers as, as a scary thing or something that you might have to solve a problem in some way because they might be challenging or tough to deal with. But I think seeing that approach as it's a, it's an opportunity to, build a relationship or, you know, take some cash off them at the end of the day is a, is a more positive way of looking
2: at it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And in in business world, I think every customer is important. So yeah, that's, that's a good mindset to keep.
0: Yeah. Love that. The one I'm going to pick up on first is ordinary and boring. I can't remember who said that.
2: Yeah. It it was me because, um, (laughs) it's uh almost a slogan for ugly because the socks are bold and funny and ugly so i think nice. that being being ordinary is boring so you have to spice up your life and your surroundings a little bit to enjoy the life
0: yeah i love yeah. That. the world has too many plain black socks
2: <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's true too many white and black socks you need colors in your life no definitely and and uh
1: I don't know if you realize, but I did pick ordinary because of the, the not an ordinary sock um, thing for yeah. the website, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Nice one. Um,
1: which I would, I would encourage people to go look at because when they say their sock designs are, are ugly and, and unique, they are certainly um, out there. There's a, a curious looking mushroom and, and some eggplants and, and peach emojis and all sorts. So go and have a look at those.
2: We'll put the uh, link in the description for everybody. Uh, Yeah, unfortunately, the site is in Finnish, but you can learn Finnish by (laughs) searching searching
0: our. (laughs) Yeah, just press translate. Much easier.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's good.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I got on fine with it. I think I could um I could read what was going on. So um the next one that I'll pick up on is uh, rest and my life. (laughs) Unitan What what was going on there?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I mean. Well, at the moment, we are having our summer holiday. So I, well, I haven't had to wake up that early in like three months now. (laughs) So I've been just sleeping a lot and um, rest is, well, in general, a big part of my life. I mean, I like to rest and uh, get me some time to rest. Like, I I don't like to rush and I don't like to feel like I'm in a hurry. Hmm.
1: No, I think that's also definitely something I noticed because I've been over to Finland a couple of times now, and and you guys seem to do just chill out better than we do over in England. We're kind of always rushing around onto the next thing, <laughs> yeah. stressing and worrying about things, and you guys are just in the sauna, you know, chilling, chilling out, <laughs> relaxing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And for example, in in if you're an entrepreneur, it's it's very important to keep keep yourself like very mentally mentally well so you don't burn out
1: yeah 100 percent. burnout i think is, is massive in the entrepreneur community because they're trying to do something all the time and, and never know when to stop almost anything else Ryan?
0: uh yeah the last one i'll pick up on is individual and risk is that a reference to to the team mentality that you guys have yeah
2: yeah, 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 because we thought of uh, talked about teams, that was the first one to come to my mind. Because if you are an individual or you do like projects as your own, there is also always a higher risk. But if you split the risk between other members, it's less less risk in that way, yeah. And I think that's a
1: perfect transition out of the word association game now into the second section because we want to focus really now on this teamwork element because your your BBA as well is in entrepreneurship and teamwork or team leadership sorry team leadership is, yeah yeah which is quite a unique thing I, again not something I've seen mentioned specifically in a degree so and you also call yourself teampreneurs right instead of entrepreneurs in in the um, academy so talk to yeah. us about the importance of teams and what you've learned a- around team leadership there.
3: Well um, uh, what we've learned about teams is everything. I mean we've, we've learned how different people can be and how to deal with these different personalities within a team and it's been such a, such a huge learning experience to just be in a part, be a part of this team of uh 16 people so basically every day i hear things that other people or people have learned and i learn from that because they're giving me the knowledge that they've gained so it's it's amazing
1: yeah no no that's super cool and like you say it's very very important in terms of the risk and and learning from each other's mistakes and stuff that the team element um yes how have you found in terms of managing teams and have you have you had any sort of experience of leading people that may be challenging and things like that
2: yeah we had few for example ugly ugly and of course we held these uh, sales days in pro academia which is annual like event in in pro academia we have like eight teams in pro academia usually and every team is selling uh, one or two different project uh, items usually from Pro Academia. So last last year there was this uh, coffee coffee brand from Pro Academia and also our socks that got part in the sales day and the whole community were selling our pro, um, project items for two days and we had to manage the whole Holding over 100 people. So it's, it's hard. And even um, if you had, don't have any like managing management um, history background, it, it can be scary, scary at first. But I think that um, Pro Academia, in a way, it's an easy platform to rehearse management and after you graduate you go to the company or found your own business where you have to do management and you are to perform as a leader then it's good that you have you have had a lot of experience before you found it first like the real business yeah so the more 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 you learn i think it's better in that you know in the real business field and, and would you say that's similar to your experience
1: ryan in terms of, of rehearsing the the leadership and the teamwork skills in, in an actress before going out into a career
0: yeah I, de- I definitely agree agree with Jesse there. kind of trying to taste things before you kind of dive in completely as much as you can to develop yeah. your skill set and to understand how you work as just as much as how other people work to then put those skills to use on a maybe a larger stage.
1: Yeah. And, and then the understanding how you work is a big part of that as well. Like, did you guys have a, uh, hopefully you understand, understand this, but did you guys have a um, self development or a big self awareness journey through Pro Academia?
2: Yeah, I think we have grew, a pro, grew as a human being ourselves a lot, I think, because, um, well, I think, yeah, Pro Academy is a, is a journey with a lot of stuff in it. And we have to, I don't know how to say it. Jonathan, do you have something?
3: I mean, we have to conquer our fears like pretty much on a daily basis in that school. And that helps us a lot to really get out of our comfort zone and just grow as a person.
2: So yeah. Hmm. Yeah, well said.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. <laughs> yeah. But I know you had um, another question. So I, was like, yeah. I, did have,
1: I did have one more thing I wanted to ask. Oh, yeah. So, no, you're absolutely right in terms of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. And is that easier to do when you've got people by your side? Because I think entrepreneurship is often seen as a solo thing for some reason. It's like you've got to be the person that does everything, gets the customers, um, manages your own well-being in the background. How much does it help to have a support network of people doing the same
3: thing around you? I'd say a lot. It helps a lot. Like you always know that you have this safety network that will catch you if you fall. And uh, these people who are in your team, they're also in the same situation as you. So you just have to know that you just, yeah, you just got to go and try and, don't think about the consequences
1: yeah no i love it. okay great thanks guys great great section there um we'll move on to the final section now which is we have a question for you from our last guest and then we'll ask you for a question from our final guest so ryan if you want to read actually we have two questions this week because we um we had a pair last week last time as yeah. well so we can give uh, one to each of you
0: Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I'll start with Yassi. So the first question that we have, would you rather be feared and powerful or loved and powerless? Oh, a tough one. (laughs) I think that
2: I would be loved and powerless because I believe in humanity and I believe that people are nice and People need to be kind to each other so and if I'm loved I think that people will st- still listen to me so I don't trust that I would be like very powerless yeah so yeah
0: yeah nice Love that
2: and then the final question
1: for uh, for you Natan was if you could only eat one cuisine for the rest of your life, what would it be, and why?
3: Oh wow, that's that's a tough one as well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, but you got the easier one. You want so. <laughs>
0: I
3: mean, I mean, yeah, I can I can say pretty much the basic things, but I'm I'm trying to think if there's something Finnish, like something that I would really miss. Uh, Nah, I mean, I I I'd just probably go with burgers or something.
1: <laughs> burgers, yeah, American yeah. burger. Nice. No, you can't go wrong with it with a good burger. I was wondering if you was um gonna say yeah, say some sort of Finnish uh, treat or delicacy that we were had to try.
2: Yeah, maybe well, black sausage, which is yeah. a large sausage.
1: Yeah, I, I've had black sausage actually with with lingonberry oh, sauce. Right. Oh, cool!
0: Original to that up. I now.
1: If you look it up, it looks a bit questionable, but it tastes it? better than it looks. Yeah. Would yeah. Have nice. one. yeah. All
2: right, nice.
1: yeah. Um, but no, cool. Thank you, guys. And then, so final thing is, do you have a question for our next guest?
2: Yeah, I was thinking that I would like to ask that: um, what made you happy today, and why? And how can you cherish that moment and carry on to the other days as well?
1: Perfect. Really nice question. I like that. Um, are you happy with that, Johannesan, or do you want to add your own one as well?
3: Uh, I'm happy with that because that one has like, had like three different parts. As well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I love that well thank you guys so much for for your time and for coming on to the podcast really enjoyed talking to you today thank you for having us well that's it for another episode of the Supercent podcast thanks so much for tuning in we hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording if you
1: or someone you know has a story to tell we'd love to hear from you so please get in touch
0: and if you have a question you want answering send it in to us using anchor voice messages and you can feature in a future episode All the links are in the description.
1: Stay motivated, follow your dreams, and as always, do it with a smile.